0: Are you ready?
1: I am ready. Let us go.
0: This is episode number five. Hello, this is legendary voice Alvin Sheehan. Welcome to another episode of 17 Minutes. Please sit back or lay back and enjoy a breath of life. And now, the Fool A. I want to begin where we left off.
1: With the Messiah.
0: Yes, with the Messiah. <laughs> Why it's like a thorn in my brain that I keep picking at, that I keep wanting to try to figure out why this is important right now.
1: Is it more important to you right now than it has been in the past?
0: Well, how far past? Ten years. Yeah, it's more important than it was in 2010. 2010, uh, I was going through other things like, but you know, and to be honest, with you, 2010, 2012, that timeline, I was waiting for the world to crack. I thought everything going to start exploding right now. We have this new President Obama. Let's see what he's, what he's going to do. Uh, He can actually make through a better place. I mean, for one time, I thought maybe Obama was this like mystical idea of a person, messiah type who was going to make the United States better.
1: Did you think he was a potential messiah?
0: For American people, overall, every president is a messiah. Every president can unite the people. Every president has potential to bring world peace. So everyone has the potential to do that. The question is, do they do that?
1: Not so far.
0: So I wouldn't call him a false messiah. I would say that he was a disappointment.
1: Do you think a messiah is somehow appointed by a greater being, a creator, uh, some kind of spiritual entity?
0: All sent down by the grand creator himself.
1: In which case, then we have no way of knowing who the messiah was, or is, or will be. We
0: don't know, but I think the messiah knows, and and I think that beyond that, it's part of the greater plan. You know, like. Like I would call myself more of a deist in my beliefs than anything else. I believe that the grand creator of the universe, the grand creator of all things, set everything up in perfect, perfect form, like a set of dominoes, and all he did was just hit the first domino, and the rest of it just slowly falls in place. We're right there in the middle right now. We, Whatever happens is because it was already planned a long time ago. We're just part of that plan. We don't know where it is, but it's our purpose. And it's our responsibility to constantly look and to constantly question, to constantly be hopeful, you know. But not, but not to fall, not not to be deceived by a false messiah. I don't know if the Jews talk about it, or I should say the Hebrews, or if it's in the Jewish faith to talk about it, uh, the false messiah. I don't know. I know Christians talk about it. I know for sure it's in the Islamic faith. Um, I'll send you a link later on. I think it's called like a Daja or D A. D-A-J-J-A-L, something like, like that, which means basically a false messiah. There's a series that are supposed to come into, to them. So, But I, I don't know. I wouldn't call them necessarily a false messiah. I think Bin Laden, for example, is a false messiah. And I think there's people like that, those that deceive people and they lead them down dark paths. But I don't think any American president, except maybe Trump, has the intention of leading people down a dark path. Trump literally called himself the chosen one. Well, who knows? You know, Maybe... Some think of Trump as like Cyrus, you know, Cyrus did allow the Jewish people to go back and rebuild the temple, or uh, well, he actually allowed them to go back and build a wall. That's what it says by the scriptures. And then, of course, they, they had the order to rebuild the temple. And so for him, he was, he was the Messiah in a way. But I don't know. That's really for Hashem to decide who is the Moshiach. I don't know. Our goal is just to make sure that we recognize him, that we don't deny when he's when he's there.
1: Well, don't you think that's what happened with the followers of Christ?
0: And what explain
1: that they thought that they were following the one and true Messiah?
0: It was Christ the Messiah? I mean, if you look at the book of Isaiah, yeah, according to the book of Isaiah, he was. He he fulfills that in every every aspect. You know, but the thing is, I think he was a different kind of of Messiah. He was the kind that came for all. And he didn't come for a physical kingdom, he came for a spiritual kingdom which is what he says. My kingdom is not of this world. You know, so I think that was fulfilled wherefore I'm in no way denying that Yeshua was the Messiah, of the spirit is Messiah of the kingdom that is to come. I think maybe that there is going to be a Messiah in this world. I think they, they come in emanations. I think there's a different one coming right now who will be with the people who won't be killed by his enemies. Like Christ didn't voluntarily say, I want to die. You know, did Dr. King voluntarily die? No, he was murdered.
1: No, but he knew that he was going into that. So He absolutely knew. And Christ absolutely knew. You make a choice when you are that kind of individual that you will continue the work even though you know, whether it's by premonition or by, you know, holy revelation that you are going to die.
0: So Dr. King knew he was going to die. He says, I may not make it to the promised land. Correct. But he also said, I I want to. He did not want to die.
1: Nor did Christ. Christ, uh, I mean, as it's recorded in the in the New Testament, prayed to his God and said, "Please don't make me do this."
0: Yeah, he he asked that. But there's a lot of people that think, "No, Christ, Christ died deliberately to save your sins." I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I believe that he was a sacrifice. was a sacrificial lamb. I get all that stuff. But I don't think he came here to personally die for you, Joe Blow, if they're listening. Sorry, bro, it didn't work out that way. He was murdered, and what the per- the problem that I have with it is what really died on the cross that day was Christ's message.
1: What was his message?
0: His message have four pillars, in my opinion. Actually, according according to the scriptures, I should say, number one, women are equal to men. That alone got him killed. Number two was that children are first in the kingdom of heaven. That also got him killed. Third was that there is no place for a rich man in the kingdom of heaven. That got him killed. And the last one, of course, was love one another. And guess what? That got him killed. So his four pillars are the reason why he got killed on the cross. I noticed that he was it was 30 pieces of silver that was given to Judas. And there's a no whole story about that. That has to do with the laws of the covenant, and I think it's Levitical Law, which basically says if your steer bores a man bores a man's slave and that slave dies then you owe that man 30 pieces of silver now i could be wrong but i do believe that the value of a female slave at the time was 30 pieces of silver and why that's a horrible thing is because christ was trying to liberate women by saying they have a right to their own body they should take vows of chastity uh and that they're equal they can preach they can be equal to men and they hated him for that paul hated him peter con- conspired against mary so you know, that was Christ's message and it died. It died with them on the cross and they replaced it with something completely different. What Saul, AKA Paul taught, which I reject the writings of Paul. Now that's going to be controversial, but I reject the writings of Paul because it taught basically the exact opposite that. Women aren't important. They should you know, be in the kitchen they shouldn't be preaching. Uh, children aren't important at all. They should be seen, not heard. And that rich people are right where they should be. Remember, you should be praying for money. And that's the church that we have today. I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole, but those are the things that I just don't, I don't believe in any of that.
1: Well, let's go back to the Messiah and why it's been eating at your brain more so than it was 10 years ago.
0: It's the time, the time, something, something's happening right now. It's like, a, I can't sense it, but there's something going on in the world. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. So that's what I think. If there's something's just happening. I think a lot of people are thinking about it, and I think something's going to pop off, you know. And and uh, and again, I don't think the Messiah is. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the clouds are going to open up and something's going to come down. By the way, what happens if it's an alien ship rather than God? Are we going to be all jacked up? What happens to Christianity and all those beliefs if aliens come into this
1: this realm? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't necessarily think that all Christianity doesn't. Think that there's a possibility of aliens. Like I think some fully think that there's a possibility of aliens. I think the more traditional ones who subscribe to uh, six thousand year Earth history, there's no room there for aliens. Uh, but there's certainly room for aliens in other other systems.
0: Why am I obsessed? I wouldn't say obsessed, but concerned about this. Uh, because I think things are happening now. And you know, I could paint a picture of things that happen in a secular sense without Messiah, but it's still the same thing. There's gonna be a leader that's gonna come along and his goal is gonna to be to end wars. And that's what we need. We need a leader that's gonna first end wars and then to kind of fix things, fix society, fix the planet. Uh and you can do this all in it in with in an a secular point of view as an atheist, you know, as a progressive, as a green New Deal progressive. That's all part of the Green New Deal. If you actually abide by it, that's basically bringing it to Kumalam itself. Now people hate to hear that, but that's what it's going to be. You know, if you look at the Green New Deal, it's it's fixing the planet, it's finding jobs for everybody, it's uh ending wars. So that doesn't require a messiah. So I think I'm looking I look at it from different perspectives. I think the the more that I became a progressive, the more that I realized that. Either we, we're going to do this on our own, or it's going to be done to us. Like this whole COVID-19, with, the planet was about ready to to die under the current president. And what happened? Something that fixed the planet. Mother Nature said, you know what? I'm tired of you humans. And boom, we shut down. People aren't traveling around anymore. Things are much slower. I think that it, this is going to happen whether we'd like it or not. I've never been 100%, 1,000% sure that it's going to be, but... I've always believed in the back of my mind that there's something that's going to happen along those lines of, of an entity that will come and, and fix everything. And that entity is basically going to be encompassing one person.
1: So you agree with me what I said the last time we talked about this, which is there seems to be this penchant in humans to expect or want that something outside of themselves will come along and fix it for them
0: we have to fix it within ourselves to begin with. That's part of what the whole idea of Takuma Lam is. It starts with you. It's the individual. But bigger than that, we have to work together as a group, as as a group of people in order to make that happen for this fix to come. So in that sense, it's it starts within. But it also is a belief that with outside that there is something greater than you. Like It's not all about me, me, me. It's about us. And so in that sense, I hear what you're saying, but I, I look at it slightly different. I think that the idea of a Mashiach coming, what I see about it is first of all, it doesn't have to be Jewish, a Jewish person, but it's what they're going to do. They're going to fix the world because the truth of the matter is we as humans are destroying it. And we might think that, that we're, we as a society are going to agree to, you know, through democracy to change it, but that's not going to happen. It's going to take something drastic and that has to come from a human. If it comes from an alien, it's going to be kind of jacked up. I mean, aliens might come down one day and say, you know what, you guys, we're we're going to shut half of you out. We're we'll not going to knock out one third of, of humanity and we're going to fix your planet for you. We're enslaved. If another entity or species comes down and does it for us, it's not, that's not us fixing the world. That's us having put into check in the world being fixed because we couldn't get our shit together.
1: As far as I can tell, people on the planet are not of one mind. Now, we happen to be in the United States. So we're seeing the worst aspects of division. But it seems to me that the rest of the world is not so far different, maybe a little kinder to one another. But there's certainly no overriding feeling or idea that we can make this better and that we can all get along. I don't don't think that's happening at all. And you've said that you think that that work has to start within each person, and I'm not sure that that's what humans are doing right now.
0: I think it's already begun to start within human beings, but and and in, in a global village, which we are becoming, I think the idea can get out there faster than it could before. I think people naturally love one another. I think hatred is taught. Racism is definitely taught. And if you can get to a generation that's no longer taught that, so I think we're almost to the point of being able to to make this happen, but it's going to take one type of leader to make it happen and that's basically what i think i think a lot of people think the, the mashiach is that's what christians think christians think christ is going to come and make the world better even though they're a lot of these trump supporters are and i shouldn't say them a lot of people are like let's build a wall let's let's keep muslims out but we believe that jesus is going to make the world a better place well how can you make the world a better place if you yourself don't want to make the world a better place that's what I'm saying. It has to start within. People have to get rid of these basic ideas of, of, of what they think the world should be. Like we, we have to isolate ourselves. We have to be this. We've Got to be that. We got. We just can't learn to love one another, you know. So that's what I'm, that's what I think. But the time is getting near when when I think that we're gonna be ready to finally say, look, we're ready. We want to go higher on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We don't want to be stuck just struggling for food and survival and fighting one another for resources. We have to elevate as a people above that. Uh, and that's what I think we're heading to. You know, some call the age of Aquarius, in which case that, you know, we're, we're all going to be able to one to close our eyes and think together. And that's what it will take for the new age to come. Because in the Masianic age, we don't fight over resources anymore. We, we worry about growing together and, and making things together. And we there's a common love that spreads to all of humanity you know and so we have to get ready for that
1: we do 17 minutes but we give you the last minute
0: getting back to the mashiach in this last minute what i would say was that i in my opinion i think people need something to look forward to uh there's like like I know, again, speaking of STAs, I know that there's a study done of how they live healthier and longer lives, all this stuff. And one of the reasons that it was said that they live that way is because of their belief in a higher being or something like an afterlife. And I think that's how all humans are. I think our idea to have something to look forward to is what helps to propel us uh, and to, to move on and to be able to overcome stuff so i just think it's just something that is just within us uh the scriptures make it that way but i think even atheist is something to look look forward to i think it's just something that we as humans need does that make sense
1: yeah it does
0: okay well that was fine we'll we'll continue to talk some other time okay (laughs) okay all right well thank you for listening
1: i'll talk to you tomorrow